Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years. And we've been passionately in love for 30 years. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. So, how you doing, baby? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing great. Before I get into telling you how great I'm doing, though, mm-hmm. let me let the <laughs> listeners know that on today's show, yes, Melanie's going to coach me. Oh, She's going to coach me in real time on an issue that has been really, really bothering me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll get some relief. In fact, I know I will. Yes, you will. It's connected to our topic from our last episode about inheriting our parents' sins. Right. And so go check that episode out if you guys want to know more about that. But before we get to that, let's do some more catching up with the clocks. Yeah. All week. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I had uh, like writer's block or, you know, after our vacation and taking yeah. time off, it kind of took a while to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. But now the momentum is there, baby. And I'm, I'm just rolling, flowing, loving it. Me too. I'm in an awesome flow. I'm manifesting money like nice. crazy. I love yeah. to manifest some money. Nice. It is one of my favorite things. We'll have to do a podcast on manifesting money. It's always a good thing. Yes, it's such it's so much fun. I mm-hmm. enjoy manifesting way more than I enjoy working hard. So it's my mm-hmm. jam. Super happy about that. So this week I had an interesting experience. One of the team members when I was doing team meetings in Beverly Hills, one of the team members was telling me someone kind of attacked her at a party and that normally she would have just went off. Like she would have just went in. It would have been just a throwdown fight. And she said, something crazy happened. She said, as I started to react, I heard your voice in my head. She said, it was literally like you were sitting on my shoulder. (laughs) She goes like in the cartoons with the angel and the devil. (laughs) She was like, one side was like, do it, fight. And she was like, but you were right there. I could hear your voice and you were saying, don't do it. It's not worth it. Be the bigger person. Use love. Walk Mm -hmm. away from this situation. And she said, and it literally felt like your energy was around me, like you were hugging me. And I found that so interesting because you and I have heard that before where people are like, I had a problem. And I thought, what would Melanie say? What would Anthony say? And then they've said, like, I can actually hear your voice in my head. So not only did she hear my voice in her head, talking her off the ledge, Mm -hmm. she felt my energy and my love. And then after it was all over, she and, you know, she got herself together. She said the next day she was out with someone and then she was telling them that she went through that and that it was EIP and that it was awesome because she recognized that she doesn't have to use fighting and violence to protect herself, that she can choose to shift her energy and get get out of a situation that could have went really, really bad. And I just thought that was just thrilling to me. I just loved hearing that story. FYI, people, if you're wondering what EIP is, you got the big question mark over your head right now. There's an episode on EIP. There's an episode on that. So I assume everyone's listening. I assume everyone's listening to every episode. But so. you know what? From what I've seen, I've heard, mm-hmm. people like bounce around. Like they mm-hmm. don't just listen to like in order. They don't do it in order. They kind of pick, and eventually they they'll go through all of them. You know, like perfect example. Um, this past week, my mother mm-hmm. was like just ranting and raving about our podcast. <laughs> the podcast, yeah. And she immediately went to the one about our family vacation. 
when mm-hmm. we went to visit her. Yeah. Of course, you're going to choose that. Why wouldn't she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then she was like, I'm going to go back through the other ones too, but I'm going to listen to this one again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's cute. That's cute. Good. Yeah, do your thing, Ma. I appreciate Super it. Super cute. Yeah, she's a very, very proud mama. Mm-hmm. As yeah. she should be. Yeah. You're an awesome son. She should be proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, All right. So, hello. My name is Melanie Clark, and I'll be your coach today. Mm. How are you, Anthony? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let me start by saying that this is not something we normally do. We don't usually coach each other. Uh-huh. We might ask each other our advice here and there. So, it's kind of, yeah. So, this is kind of weird. Do you feel a little bit? Uh, concerned? No, as long as you don't bill me. I'm okay. Good. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to bill you. Beautiful. Let me give my disclaimer before I get started. Anthony, do you give me permission to be 100% honest with you? It's always going to come from a place of love mm-hmm. and good intentions. So, do you give me permission to be honest with you? Yes, I do. All right. Perfect. Uh-huh. So, on our last podcast, when we were talking about inheriting your parents' sins, you said that there was something that's been bothering you for a few days, and then you said it's actually been bothering you for years. What is bothering you, and how can I help you? When we first when we talked about inheriting our parents' sins, and it made me think about my father. Mm-hmm. So my father was not there when I was growing up. Right. In fact, the first time I saw him personally mm-hmm. was when I was about 16. Okay. And I had never seen a picture of him in anything. And my mother and I, we were in Manhattan. We were shopping. And she was in a crowded store and I was with her. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to go outside and get some air while she was in line. So I mm-hmm. went outside and I'm standing out there and it's crowded. Manhattan, mm-hmm. you know, busy. And this guy passes by. And my spirit immediately said, that's your father. Mm. I ran into the store. My mother was online. I was like, Mark, come here, come here, come here. She was like, I'm in line. What are you doing? I literally pulled her out of line mm-hmm. and pulled her outside. She's like, what the hell are you doing? And I pulled her outside. I go, is that my father? And she looked at him and was like, holy crap. <laughs> that's your dad. And so she called him over and he came over. And we started trying to reconnect. No, he was trying to reconnect. But I wasn't having it Mm. because growing up, everything that I'd heard about him was that he didn't want to be around. Mm -hmm. He abandoned me and it really hurt. Mm. So whenever I thought about him, I got really, I was always angry. Right. But deep down inside, there was nothing that I wanted more than to have my father there. Right. And having other kids with their dad and this and that, that it was really, really tough growing Mm -hmm. up because of that. Even though we reconnected there, that was only for like a week. And mm-hmm. then he kind of went away because I was kind of, I was, a, I was a jerk to him. Right. He had other stuff going on as well. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I get a phone call from him and I'm about like, what, 35? By now, I was in a different place in my life. Mm-hmm. I was spiritual. Mm-hmm. I was a man. Right. I been had life experiences. Mm-hmm. And so when he called, he immediately started crying. He was like, Anthony, this is your dad, and I'm so sorry I wasn't around, and, and I, was, I had life, and I was going through a bunch of stuff, and I, went, and I told him, you know what? Hold up right there. You're a grown-ass man. I didn't walk in your shoes. I don't know what you've been through. Mm-hmm. And we lost a lot of time, 
but now you're here. Right. Let the past go, and let's just start from where we're at. Right. And he just bawled and just thanked me. And over the next couple of weeks, I've created a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So to make a long story short, probably too late, he was dying. Mm-hmm. He had contracted AIDS from, a, I guess, a heroin addiction that he had. Mm-hmm. And he had been in prison and out of prison. And originally, his addiction came from when he was in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where he got hooked. He was in the military. Right. So I had about a month with him before he just passed away. Mm-hmm. And I was very glad to have that month with him. Now, inheriting your parents' sins, which is basically saying that the thing that bothered you about your parents, when you hate it, you're angry about it, it ends up becoming your issue too. Right. You download it. It becomes your yours. You inherit it. And that's kind of what happened with me. Mm-hmm. So now let's go back to the my story about the twins in my first marriage. So just tell me, what was the sin that you inherited? The sin was that a father not being present, and it turned out that he wasn't. He wasn't. He was absent, mm-hmm. not because he didn't care or right. didn't like me, but he, from his perspective, he was not allowed to see me. So there was a whole nother story. Yeah, there was a, there was complete, a whole nother storyline going right, on. Right. That was his exp- his reality. Right. Which was different from the reality that you were part of. We'll just say right. that. So okay. growing up, I'm thinking that he didn't want to be with me. That's why he abandoned me. Mm-hmm. But come to find out that wasn't the story. Right. It was a reason that he wasn't around me. Okay. He wasn't allowed around me. Okay. And he desperately wanted to be around me from his perspective. Okay. So then it took me back to my story with the twins. Mm -hmm. In my first marriage, I married my first wife because she was pregnant with twin boys and uh, they ended up not being mine. After four years, I found out they weren't mine. Right. And even though they weren't mine, I still loved them. Mm -hmm. And I was connected to them. They were my boys. Mm -hmm. I continued to see them even after all of it came out and even after we got divorced, I still was spending time with them. Right. But then it started to get really complicated and basically she put me in a situation and mother that was like, you can't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I could still risk seeing them, but the relationship was getting really volatile and it was just getting really not, not good, not healthy, not, not good. So instead of doing that, I decided to just back away after a while. Right. So during that time when that happened and you decided to back away, what were you feeling? Were you angry? Were you just like, I want to close this chapter because it's painful? What were you going through that influenced that decision? What influenced it for me, a big part of it, was that she didn't want to tell him the truth. Mm. And she wanted me to live this lie. Okay. Because she was ashamed and embarrassed. And she was like, I don't want them to know you're not the real father. I'm still telling them you're the biological father. And if you ever tell them that you're not, you're never going to see them again. So she was really on me about that. Right. But then they asked me questions like, why aren't you here? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you show up? My mother said that you don't love us. My mother said that you left us. My mother said, and it was like, wait a minute. So now I'm in a situation where I can't tell you the truth. Right. But yet I got to sit here and play, live this lie and be this bad guy and have you guys angry at me. Right. But I can't tell you my side of the story without being completely cut off. Right. And it just was creating more and more drama. And I just was like, you know what? I can't do this. This is just too painful. Mm-hmm. And I was still dealing with my trauma from the whole thing anyway. In the first place. Right. Fast forward now, over the years, they're grown. They're in right. their 30s. 
probably. Mm -hmm. But the lies that I heard, they still don't know the truth. Mm -hmm. So they still think to this day that I'm just a deadbeat dad that didn't love them. Mm -hmm. They're just up and left. So, Like I thought about my father, like he did. And so the thought of them thinking that, over the years, I kind of tried to ignore it. Like, ah, don't pay attention to it. Don't pay attention to it. Just keep living your life. Keep moving forward. But it's starting to catch up to me, and I'm not feeling good about it. It's like, I think I'm getting to the point where I need closure. Mm-hmm. And I need to contact them, reach out mm-hmm. to tell them my side. Right. And regardless of how they react to it, right. I would love for them to be understanding. But mm-hmm. I realize that they could be angry and not buy it because... They are probably still really loyal to their mother. That's of as it should be. Right. So a part of me is like, maybe you should just leave it alone. But then there's that other part that's like. Well, let me ask you this. Right. Are you willing to reach out to her and talk to her and see what she's told them at this point? Maybe now that they're adults, maybe she has actually told them the truth. I'd start with her. How do you feel about that? Mm. I have a lot of resistance with that. And maybe I'm basically going on who she used to be and how things used to be with us. Mm-hmm. And she was not someone that I could you could have those conversations with. Right. I mean, she could have changed, but mm, that my spirit's like going, eh, that's not going to be the best route. So you want to go directly to them. Right. And then I don't know if I could trust her enough. You know, it's, that's mm-hmm. not, we, there's not a lot of honesty between. It's not good. Okay. So yeah. if you could consciously create the outcome that you want, how would you like it to play out? I would love to be able to reach out to them and for them to want me to reach out to them mm-hmm. and to be happy I'm reaching out to them and for to give them an understanding of what happened, right? especially if they don't have the truth yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go and make their mother look bad and humiliate her and be like, you know, so it's not like that type of thing. Like, your mother did this and that. But I just don't like the thought of them feeling like I did with my father. Mm-hmm. You want to clean up the energy. Yeah. And in, in their vibration so that they don't pass it down, right? So that they right. don't have the same energy. And then even I found myself like, looked them up online mm-hmm. on Facebook. And it's like, I can't do it. It's like, oh. it's still too painful. Mm. But then, like I said, there's a part of me that's like, okay. So I told, I asked Spirit to like, you know what? Show me which path to take mm. and and I'll take it when the time is right. But I just wanted some uh, some other perspective, some of your perspective from you. And like I said, that's not something, you, as you know, I don't really talk about. Right. You know? Let me ask you this. I'm just going to pick around a little bit, okay? Mm. So when it comes to this topic and you look back, on the past and you look back on your decisions and your actions in it, not her, not about them, are you at peace with yourself? Definitely, yeah. Okay. So if you're at peace with yourself, then it's just a matter of having the conversation. I think with your dad, your dad was not at peace with himself. He was not at peace with the decisions that he made and the choices that he made. That's the difference. You consciously made this decision, and the decision was made for their well-being. Because I remember when you made this decision, and it was confusing for them. And also, if you don't remember, she got remarried, and he wanted to adopt them and be their father. And they were having a hard time adapting to him because you were in the picture. 
And so you decided to back out so that they could have a mom and a dad and be adopted by him. So I think when you, when you think about this, you have to kind of go back and remember, like I did this out of a pure heart, good intentions, and not to hurt them. And I just want to be able to communicate that to them. Yeah. You know? You know, I think that my biggest, well, let's just say it's a fear. I'm definitely out of alignment with it. And mm-hmm. that's why I've been giving it time so I can get in back in, in alignment with it. Mm-hmm. If they don't forgive me, mm-hmm. if they hold on to that anger, if that anger's there still, and if they hold on to it, and if they, because it can go either way. Mm-hmm. And even though I would have closure, man, that would suck. And that's like, ah, oh, it may not be another shot. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it might be like you get one shot if it, and whatever happens, you got to live with. So it's like, I think I'm just waiting for my spirit to show me when. And I don't want to rush it. Right. And I really want to make sure that, you know, I'm in alignment in a good place with it. Yeah. I'm going to offer you this. Be aware of giving so much value to their thoughts about you. That's holding you back from communicating. And here's the thing. Other people's thoughts of you are going to have to be filtered through their life experience. They're going to filter their thoughts about you through what they know. But you have the opportunity to give them more information and then give them time to process it and be able to see it differently. But if you don't give them that information, you're actually helping them to keep the thoughts that you did something wrong. And if you need their approval or need their acceptance, you're saying to yourself that what they think of me is more important than what I think of me. So I would say just be powerful in it. You're very powerful. You have very powerful energy and just get your energy right and set the intention. Like I want to make sure that they have all the information about what happened. So moving forward, they have a brain file in their filing cabinet that came from me directly from me. And what they do with that is up to them and their spirit. I don't get to control that part, but what I do have control over is how the file about me gets deciphered. Mm-hmm. And I, I would do it from there because if you don't, you miss your chance, whether they accept mm-hmm. it or not. Right. I, I agree. And that's why I, been taking my time with it because I really want to be in alignment like I said and it's one of those things where it's like even though that the fear of like oh, what rejection if it goes bad yeah and then there's even a little voice in my head like do you really have the right to just come into their life and do that is that fair mm-hmm. maybe they you know they're fine maybe they took time they it took them a while to get over it and then for me to go back and be like hey so these are just the little things that come up. But ultimately, I realize that I have to do it mm-hmm. because if I don't have closure, I'll never have peace. Right. And I'll always wonder what if, what yeah. if, what if, what if. Did Let me ask you this. Mm. Did, did your father have the right to come back into your life and tell you his story after all those years? Um, yeah, the timing was perfect. Yeah. But if he would have done it earlier, uh, it might not have been so perfect. You know. Yeah. Do so, Do you have regrets that he did it? Do you wish he didn't do it? No, I love that he did it. I'm glad he did it when he did it. Okay. I'm glad he didn't do it too too early because it would have been like, no, I don't want it. Did it, Did it help you? 
It would definitely help me. Yeah. It helped me to realize how EIP it was that he wasn't there because it helped me to become the father and the kind of man that I am. I'm my own man. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that really benefited me. Right. So. And you're a great yeah. father to our kids. And so I actually think that your father showing up and telling you his story cleaned up a lot of your energy and made you a better father because you didn't have that pain that you were carrying around anymore. Mm. You know? Yeah. So, okay, how about this? You know I love law of attraction. So why don't you do some meditations on attracting them? If they're ready and they want to hear from you, then ask the universe to bring them to you. Mm. That's what I would do. Yeah, I like that. Because in that way, instead of you wondering if you're going to give them information that they may not want at all, if they want it, just open up that channel, open up the vibration of it so that they'll come to you. They can find you. They'll probably find you easier than you could find them. Right. Does that make sense? But um, thank you for being so vulnerable about this. Vulnerable about this. Do you feel better talking about it? Definitely. Definitely. Right. You know, I need it. Just some more confirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow spirit, and it's just a matter of time. But yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. And you know, actually, I think something that might have triggered it. Mm. This, especially like over the last couple of days, right? It's that when my mother reached out and told me that I'm getting some inheritance from that side from my father, from your father's side of the father's, family, yeah, from the family. Mm-hmm. It brought it back up to the surface again. Like, wow, okay. To me, it was like the energy that I surrounded right now. Mm-hmm. And then for that to come into him right now to my world, it's almost like he's reaching out. Right. Besides life, it's mm-hmm. like the only other thing that I'm getting from him that I haven't got. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Let me ask you a question. Let's play a little game, Anthony. Life's a hell of a journey. Yes, it is. Let's play a little game. Let's kind of clear up some of the, the energy around this for you. How would you like it to work out in a perfect world? In a perfect world, I would like for them to be happy. I reached out. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to insert myself in their life. Like, going, hey, let's read. Wait, we're playing in a perfect world. Right, Do right. Don't go negative so I'm on me. in a perfect world. Okay. I'm just being honest. Okay, good. Just to have them have answers if they have been needing the answers. Mm-hmm. Just for them to be happy to hear from me. That's just it right there. I really don't, I'm not. I really don't feel like, oh, I need one more. I want to go, you know, play catch with them and all that stuff. Right. They got their lives. They're grown-ass men. They're doing their thing. Right. Um, It's just making peace. And if they wanted more, no problem. Great. That'd be great, too. But I just want to, that part is the most important thing. I'm going to help you with this because I could tell your thoughts around this are really heavy. That was not a perfect world that you described. Mm -hmm. You described, uh, maybe if, so... We're going to do it together, okay? How about this? How about since you've been focusing on this, they've actually been thinking about it too. And they've started looking you up. And they're very excited to know that you're alive and that you are doing great things in the world because you are. And they're excited to reconnect with you. And they have great memories of you. And they had a lot of fun with you. And when their stepdad just came in, they just noticed that life changed. They moved, their mom got married, and they don't feel traumatized from it. They just felt like a whole nother life just happened. And they're really happy to reconnect with you. 
to me, that's a perfect world. That would be awesome if it went down like that. And it could definitely go down like that because she did get remarried and their life did change drastically. They moved, they went to a new school, they got a new dad and they were little. So they may not have all these negative thoughts and feelings that you've created in your mind that they might have. Right. And, and I'm basing on the last time that I, we have a friend that she's still in contact. She had been in contact. Okay. With your. Over the last couple of years. And she said that she's the one that said that, no, they don't, they still don't know the truth. Okay. Cause she was shocked. Like what? Wait a minute. She said the way that they were kind of talking about me was like, wow. But she didn't say anything either. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it is what it is. All so right. that's why, you know, spirit will lead me, but thank you for, that's good. Yeah. I needed that. Well, I'm going to refer to EIP. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason, right? It's always EIP. It's always EIP. And I know who you are and I know your heart. I know that if you decide to reconnect with them, it's all going to work out. Right. And you know what I also think, too, that it brings up, like, when it happened, there were so many people that I felt like turned against me mm-hmm. because they bought into her story. And people that were like close to me, that was like, wow, wow, you really bought what she told you hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. It was like spitting in the wind. And everything I tried to say, every time I tried to go, no, wait a minute, this is what, and it was just like, nope, and 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 it got to the point where it was just like, you know what, stop going there. Mm -hmm. Create a reality away from anybody in that realm of thinking because it was just too painful just too emotional for me so now to go back into that den it's like whoa okay all right then get your head right be spiritually ready right pick melanie's brain get as much information you can in case i'm missing something right I need that feminine energy so in case i you know there's something i dropped being too hard about it being too hard about it so let me ask you this. If you were coaching you, what would you tell you to do? Uh, honestly, I'd tell myself to do exactly what I'm doing. There you go. Go to spirit and then just wait until you get in alignment. Play with different perspectives. Wait for the silent. inspired action. Yeah, wait for the inspired action. Exactly. Inspired action. And that's what I'm waiting for. And, and actually talking to you about it actually moved me a, little, a couple of inches closer. Okay. So I also, if I were you, I would start talking. I mean, I know you're not a big meditator, but you meditate in your mind all the time. I would start talking to them in my mind and making peace with it in my mind if I were you because of entanglement. You're still connected to them energetically. And mm-hmm. so if you start talking to them and sending them love, the energy will feel different to you. What do you think about that? That sounds good. I'll play with that. Does that feel comfortable for you? I'll play with it. I'll play with it. Yeah. One more thing. You've said a couple of times that there's pain. It was so hurtful and so emotional. Have you held on to that? Have you done any work around that? Do you feel like you need to do more work around that? Because I've been away from it for so long Uh and it hasn't been a part of my reality for so long, I haven't had to put energy and thought into it. Okay. So it's like... Something that just resurfaced. Okay. So that, it popped up on you. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, oh, it was that pantry thing again. 
So it was something that was in the pantry that was way in the back that I really didn't You didn't know notice. it was there, yeah. And then now it's just coming to the front. And it's like, oh. And with that, those old emotions and those old thoughts are yes. coming back. So it's like processing them again. So it just kind of caught me off guard. I think you just need to get clear on the outcome that you want. And you got to release some of the pain. Like, yeah. I could feel it. I can feel that you're still holding on to the pain, which is why I asked you if you feel okay with your decisions, because generally we hold on to pain when we're kind of hard on ourselves or judging ourselves or we think we did something wrong. So you've you've forgiven, what was he, 23-year-old Anthony, 24-year-old? You know what? I didn't forgive him because I don't feel like there was anything to forgive him for. Okay. I just wasn't, I just didn't like being in that, I don't like living a lie. Okay. I didn't like being forced to, it was almost like blackmail. Right. Like, if you want to continue to see them, you you better live this lie. But that lie is going to blow up eventually anyway. Why do you think she did that? I think she did that because she was embarrassed. I think she did that because she didn't want, she didn't, I know she did it because she didn't want anybody to know right. the truth. She put a lot of energy into trying to deny the to covering up the truth, even to the point of trying to convince me when it happened that maybe one of them were mine, yeah, and the other one was so right. Like, okay, so okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm feeling some energy here. So, um, have you forgiven her? Yeah. Okay. Where do you think she got that from? Do you think she inherited her parents' sins in that? I'm sure to some degree. Yeah. All right. So she comes from a family that really values what people think. Mm-hmm. Is that important to her? No, yeah. So was it really more about her? Those were her parents' sins she was inheriting. Right. Her choices in the way that she did things. Right. And so, like I said, I, I realized that we were young. Mm-hmm. That's just what it was. But at the time, like I said, I didn't like. It was very hard for me. For one, not only dealing with losing, mm-hmm. not being, losing my kids and not being a biological father. But then all of a sudden, she talked shit about me all the time to them, all the time. Mm-hmm. And they would constantly come back and be like, my mother said you this. And it was like, okay, this is getting really bad. Right. But yet I can't see anything because if I if that, that was a threat. Like if you say something, then you're not going to see it anymore. But if right. you keep, stop keeping them in line, you're not going to see it anymore. Right. And so it felt, felt stuck. And when it just got really bad, as you remember, then that's when I just backed off. I was like, this, I can't do this anymore. And even right. that was hard. Right. Backing off and not being there anymore for them. That was the trauma. So it's like I said, it's just going back to that again. And I'm going back to it now with new eyes. I'm not the same person I was back no. then when I first dealt with not it. Not at all. So now that's why I'm picking it apart so much now. Like, okay, let me analyze with my new eyes right. and my consciousness and spirituality and energy mm-hmm. and being honest about what I'm experiencing. It sounds like you've already decided what you want to do mm-hmm. or not do. Mm-hmm. So there's not much more coaching I have for you, my friend. Cause no, that was good. That was good. Thank you, you very got, much. Did you get what you needed? I got what I needed. And I, my conclusion now is, yes, I will contact them. Yay. When? <laughs> to be determined. I've got to let spirit play with that some more. Right. But I know when it's time, spirit's going to gu- guide me and get me there perfectly. 
but ain't that some shit, huh? Inheriting your parents' sins, mm-hmm. man. It's like I judge my father for that, and then life said, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, gonna, you're gonna do it I'll too. Put you in that position. See how well you do it, Mister Judgey, Judgey. Mm-hmm. Mister Judge Man. You have awareness of it, and you're working on it. And most people don't even know that this is a thing. They don't even know that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I just appreciate your awareness. I'm just gonna make a. Uh, I'm gonna make a prediction. I think you are going to see them and it's all going to work out. That's yeah, that's my prediction. I, I agree with you. That's the energy I feel around I, it. I, I like that story. And I actually, energetically, I feel like they want you to. The reason you're feeling it now and it's coming up for you is because their spirits are asking for it. That's what I feel. Very, I, very strongly. I like that. Yes. So I'll run with that. That is my take on it, my love. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I just want to say this to you. You know, there are a lot of men that things don't work out in relationships and they're away from their kids that really want to be with their kids. And we don't always get to hear those stories. It always looks like from the outside that they just don't care Mm -hmm. or that they don't want it. And that's not necessarily true. So thank you for letting us inside um, of how you feel to understand that you just felt trapped in the situation and you did the best that you could in that situation. And I'll share with you my my dad was kept away from me um, when I was growing up, and I had long conversations about it with him, and he shared something very similar with me. Like, he wanted me. He wanted to see me. He wanted to be around me. But back in those days, if women and men broke up, the women was like, that's how they got back at the men. I'm not going to let you see your kid unless you do what I want you to do. There was a lot of that, and he went through that, and it was very, very painful for him. So I have a lot of compassion and empathy for what you're going through because I know it's painful, and I appreciate you sharing it with our listeners because I'm sure there are plenty of people out there going through the same thing. Yes, yes. Got to close those chapters, people. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. (laughs) So how do you feel about it? I feel... Because you were there throughout a lot of that. Yes. That time. How do I feel about it now, or how did I feel about it then? Even then, then and now. Uh, Honestly, I thought you should have fought her and stayed in their lives, like at the time, but I didn't feel like it was my place to tell you that. I felt like you should have been like, I don't care what she's doing or what she say. I love them and I'm going to continue to be around them. I don't care. But I could see you were in pain and that wasn't your perspective. So it wasn't my place to tell you. We weren't married, Anthony. So Hmm. I was a girl you were dating, um, just watching, watching you figure it out. How do I feel now? I feel like so much time has passed by that I would like to see that energy be cleaned up. And I would like to see them. I loved them. I got to be around them. They came and stayed at my house and spent the night with my son. And I loved them. And I had decided that I loved you back then and they were yours. So I loved them. So when they, we stopped seeing them, I felt it. Hmm. I felt it. And I don't know if you remember this. When I would go get them, Mm-hmm. spend time with them, pick them up and let them stay with me. Mm-hmm. She started like coming back at me. You know what? They said that you were having sex mm-hmm. with this woman in front of them. And mm-hmm. it was like, what the f-? Just like crazy stuff like that that was like, wait a minute. Stop, don't even play like that. Don't even. And mm-hmm. she kept coming back more and more with that, mm-hmm. which was adding to the pressure of like, you know what? This is not good. The way this is going is it's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. Really, really bad. And that was another part. I didn't want to get too much into that, but it, that was another part, that reason why I backed away. So you didn't feel safe. You didn't. You yeah. felt like she was trying to get leverage over you. Yes. Felt like there was nothing that she wouldn't 
and she she was capable of doing a lot of yeah. as you remember back then. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coaching me. I don't do that very often. No, you do not. No, no, no. <laughs> we do not coach each other generally. No, we don't. So thank you for trusting me with that. No problem. Was that was that easy on you? Yeah, you were easy on me. Okay, good. I, I appreciate it. That's what you needed. Yes, yes, yes. So on that note. Yes. I think we're done. I think we're done. I think we're done, people. Yes. Well, I want to thank you listeners for being part of my therapy. <laughs> and um, I'll keep you guys updated as far as what's, you know, what moves I make. Um, but I feel good. I feel good. Good. That's the, that's the important thing is to get yourself in alignment. So if you feel good, I feel good. I love you. Yeah, I love you. And I appreciate this journey with you. So... On that note, I want to thank everyone, including you, Anthony. You're being part of the love revolution. You're doing personal work and you're sharing it and you're spreading the love because I already know we go through the things that we go through so that we could help other people. So thank you for sharing your journey and thank you for our listeners for listening. Please continue to follow us on social media. Everything at The Amazing Clarks. Continue to watch Black Love and download the Black Love Plus app. I'm really loving that app because I, I, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I missed a couple of the Black Love episodes. That I'm really excited about that to be able to catch up. There you go. Bye, guys. We gave it to you. Now Ooh. what you going to do with it? Talk exactly. To you next time. Talk to you next time. <laughs>